We did it, guys. We ran our first 5K as Friends Fit 40s, and we're going to tell you all about it. First, we are going to share our taping prior to the run, and then it will have been 24 hours, but for you, it'll only have been like five seconds. We'll share our post-run insights. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Stephanie, here we are. We have finished 2020-21 school year. And all of it's crazy. Right. And we're preparing to run our first 5K. I'm not sure who thought it was a great idea to schedule our first 5K the weekend after the longest school year ever. But here I we are. I have no idea. I think that in our brain of superpowers, we superpowered it up more than what we should have. <laughs> you know what? We have planned for this. We have. trained for this for a while. And we've trained for it. You're absolutely right, Laura. And we're going to hone all of our positive energy into running a great race. Yes, we are. We can do this. We didn't just sign up for this. Like, we've been planning for it. We've been prepping for it. We've been thoughtful and mindful about it. Yes. So we're going to talk about what we have been doing this week besides teaching our last week of school in order to get us ready for this race that we have tomorrow. Our workouts. We did modify our workouts a little bit. We did. We typically do two or three weight days a week, and we decided that it would probably be best to focus more on running and different types of runs. We minimized our weight workouts to just once this week. And then we pushed our long run to exactly a week before the race. The reason is because sometimes we get really exhausted after the long run. And so we wanted to make sure that our long run was not going to impede our race in any way. Yes. We also remembered to wake up the weekend before and run at about the race time. Oh, yes, we did that. Because, you know, we've been running in the afternoons after right. school yeah. and in the evenings. And your body just moves differently at the end of the day than it does at the beginning of the day. So we wanted to make sure that tomorrow's race day of race time of 7.15 wasn't the first time we've ever run at 7.15 since, you know, last year. Wasn't that smart of Laura? She's so smart. She plans about all these things. We also included a rest day in our schedule, which was yesterday, because today we wanted to move just a little bit. So we took a walk and we are preparing to do yoga before we depart for the evening. And then we also made sure to check out our race course because we'd seen it on a map and we'd noted the elevation and kind of the landmarks that it goes by in our city, but we hadn't actually seen it. So we did that the other day and managed to notice that we're going to start uphill. Yes. 
Mentally so, prepared for that. We are mentally prepared for that. We've done hills bigger, so we know we can do this, the smaller hill. Um, and then there's several hills in between, yep. but nothing out of the ordinary. We so got this. We yeah. got this. We didn't run the race course because it takes place downtown in our town, and we didn't have the uh, orange cones to block off the streets the way that they do during the race. Right. We wanted to be safe and make it to race day right. in one piece. Yep. That was exactly the plan. So after thinking about our workout, we also thought about nutrition for we, race. We did. And we had kind of researched a little bit and we knew that it wasn't important to, or it was, it was important to not try anything new nutritionally like the day before, the two days before, kind of stick with what you normally eat. One thing that they had mentioned was to not carb load for a 5K race because it's a shorter race. And oftentimes, you know, I think the night before a race, you hear about carb loading and that is necessary for a longer race, but not this one. So we are not carb loading. And in fact, as our school got let out yesterday uh, for the summer, we minimized the alcohol consumption. We sure did. And we are minimizing the caffeine consumption and the alcohol consumption again today, making sure that we are doing all that we need to do to make sure that we are fully hydrated prior to the race tomorrow. So we're thinking about nutrition for tomorrow morning. We don't want a heavy breakfast. I'm going to do bananas and peanut butter because I know I've tried that combination before and I know that that sticks with me fairly well when I'm running. And I'm going to try one egg and a banana because I know that that's a good protein source and carb source for me. And I know that it goes well and um, I should be able to run on that. And then we're thinking about our sleep. We want to make sure that we're maintaining this normal sleep routine. Sleep is something that we've talked about in some of our past episodes. We have worked really hard to have a dark room, minimize the blue light, read before bed, have a bath, those kinds of things. So we're going to do all of that. We're planning nothing really eventful this evening. We are not. We're going to have kind of a calm, chill night so that when we get up tomorrow morning for a race, um, we will be ready to go. And then, of course, we needed to make sure our attire was ready. And so we're going to lay out Yay! our outfits the night we before. Have brand new shirts. We do. We do. And I have mine laid out already. All I don't right. know if you do, Stephanie. I don't, but so I'll get it laid out. As soon as we're done taping. And we're going to make sure that we're not trying out any new clothes, things that we have worn before right. that we know are comfortable. Same shoes. We're not trying out any new shoes. And then we're going to make sure that our race numbers are ready and pinned to our shirts. Yes. So we're remembering those safety pins, pinning them on the front, not wearing that race shirt. Right. Um, it's bad luck, you know. I, yeah. I learned that today. It's bad luck to, to wear, wear it before you actually run the race. Right. So, so we have special Friends Fit 40s, the podcast shirts that we're going to wear instead, which is fantastic. And then we plan to arrive 30 minutes before the race. Uh, the race starts at 7.15 tomorrow. So we're going to be there by 6.45. We've already scouted out our parking spot. We have. We know exactly where it starts. And then we're going to have time to stretch and warm up, maybe have a bit of a slow jog before the race gets started. Here we go. So stay tuned. Our next segment, which is going to come up just after the music. But for us, it's going to be taped tomorrow. Is going to tell you all about... The how actual race. Yeah, you get to hear what we did, and then you immediately get to hear about how it went. So stay tuned and listen to all that fun. So in between our segment one and our segment two, we ran our 5K. Yay, we finished. 
crushed. And it was awesome. It was awesome. So I went woke up at 4:45. I actually woke up several times in the night, Stephanie, um, using the bathroom, <laughs> which was my which was good because that meant I was hydrated. Yep, and it, that was my goal. You were purposefully hydrating. Okay. I was. And but but then I woke up at 4:45 to use the bathroom. I'm like, well, there's no sense to go back to sleep because wake up time is coming around the corner. And I wanted to make sure I was up and ready and didn't oversleep. And there was none of that. So Perfect. I was up on time. I got to your house before I said I would so that we could find a parking spot because I did kind of worry that we might not have a parking spot. And um, we had scouted that out ahead of time. We did, which was good because yes. there were, you know, it was pretty full by the yes. time that we had got there. So Laura shows up at my house at 625. I was ready because I had laid my clothes out the night before. Laura texts me and says, don't forget your race number. Don't forget this. And I'm like, perfect. So everything was laid out. Perfectly uh, planned so that we wouldn't be late. Because right? that could happen. It could. And I was so thankful for that because that is not how I operate on most days. So Laura was very helpful in in getting myself together for this moment. So when we arrived, um, you could already feel kind of the excitement oh, yeah. because they were talking about over the loudspeaker yeah. about when, because there was going to be a, there was a half marathon too. Yes. So that we should note that, that it started before our race. And so they were, you know, making sure people were checked in and whatnot. And we didn't have the check-in because Stephanie was awesome and ordered our packets ahead enough time that they were sent to our house. Yes. So we didn't have to check in and get our numbers. We pinned our numbers in on the car, which was great because we were ready to go. Staked out just kind of where the starting point was. And then we started doing some warm-ups. Yes. So the sponsor led us through warm-ups. Um, which was really nice. And then we, on our own, did a warm-up jog. We didn't even go very far, maybe a quarter of a mile. It was super slow, but it was enough to get everything kind of moving again. And remember, we had done yoga for runners the night before. So we were just loosening up those muscles one more time. But but even that was feeling good. And we were also making our brains realize that we were going to run in the morning. Right. Because we hadn't run in the morning for a week. And that's not our typical time to run, at least during the school year. So we were able to warm up all those muscles. We also had family members come we to did. cheer us on and to record the event. Yes. So that was awesome. It was awesome. We have amazing family members. So thank you to my parents who came out and taped everything and were just there to cheer us on. Thank you to Laura's husband and her son who both came out as well and popped up along the race trail. They did. They kind of told us what our time was and and let us know to keep going. So that was really awesome to see. It was awesome. So our race started and we didn't know where to line up. So about five minutes before the race started, we didn't know where to line up. Uh, we we picked, figured we'd be kind of in the middle. Right. We knew we weren't the fastest people out there, but we knew we weren't the slowest either. And it was maybe a little too far back. Maybe it was. Yeah. Because there was a wall of people in front of us that were definitely the walkers. Yes. And so after we hit the start line, which was just a strip on the floor of the like concrete. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, they continued walking and we wanted to start running. So we had to kind of zig and zag a little bit uh, as the race got started before everybody got spread out enough in order to make that happen. So just a note for us next time to maybe start a little bit closer to the front. Yes. We are certainly not going to start at the front. We're not in any way intending. We weren't planning on being first place. <laughs> right? Nope. None of that. Um, however, we probably need to push ourselves up just a little bit more. And we, because we had driven the route before, we knew the route and kind of had, I had gone through it in my brain a couple of yes, times. me too. And thought, okay, this is where I'm going to get a bit of a relief. This is where I'm really going to have to think about my form, that kind of thing. And that first part of the race is a big old hill. Yep. And what Laura and I had consciously thought about was usually we push it going up a hill and we kind of put it in full steam and then we're exhausted by the time we get to the top. Yes. So we had to consciously pace ourselves at that very beginning spot. Because so that, that was just the first hill of, of several. Right. And we wanted to make sure we had energy at the top to get through the rest of the race. Yes. Um, and that worked really well for us. It really did. In fact, Stephanie, I heard as we were running up that first hill, people were like, tell me when this one's over. I hope I hope we don't have any more. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you guys should have probably driven the right race route because there are a few more hills past this one. So I felt confident and I didn't I didn't want to bust their bubbles because then that could put them in a bad mindset. But I was like, I'm thankful I know there are several more hills and when to reserve my energy and when to push it. So I'm, I was thankful that we did that. That was smart of us. And then shout out to Rebecca Wilmus. If you have not heard her episode, we have an interview with her. Uh, she talked about how to train for those hills yes. in a race. And so we did what she told us to do. And it made those hills a lot easier. A lot easier. It was like, we can do this. We got this. Uh, my hamstrings were fine yep. as we were going up the hill. So that was great. I think the thing that surprised us the most, my parents asked us at the beginning, so what do you expect? to do this race in. Right. And I gave them a time um, that I wanted to do the race in. And throughout the entire race, we uh, were significantly faster than that pace. Like a minute right. per mile faster than that yeah. pace. And then when we ended the race, we were even under what we thought we would be just based According on our, our watches. watches. Yeah. And so we were so excited to not only have finished this, but have finished it with enough juice to kind of sprint at the end. Yep. And that was our goal. My, it was. My, my son, who is um, a runner himself, had said, I want to see you guys push it at the end. And so I was like, okay, we're going to show you that. So I, in my mind, I knew that we needed to do that. So we did. And yeah, it was really surprising that we were faster than what we thought we would be. Yes, significantly faster. And we have to think about like the everything was thought through for us in terms of the cones and where to turn. And we didn't have to like mentally put effort into that part of the race. And we could just follow the people that were in front of us right? who knew what to do. And then they had people along the way um, with water and with directions and that kind of thing so that we knew what to do and where to go. And that made it easy so we could mm -hmm. put effort into um, just the running. The running. Yeah. We were prepared. We were. Uh, and so there was no stress that way. You know, we had done kind of the rest day the day before with the yoga and the walk, but nothing too strenuous. 
I was really careful, and I know Laura was too, about what we ate. You were, yes. Um, made sure to give myself some fuel before the race, mm-hmm. but not too much. And so I think that all of those things added up together to create this great environment. Oh, and the weather was perfect too. The weather was perfect. And you know what? It was like, it didn't feel early, even though it was, and there was a slight breeze yes. and it wasn't too hot or humid, which no. it can be yeah. in June in um, the Midwest. So that all worked in our favor. Yes. It was like 69 degrees out and sunny. Just just a great day for a race. And we were so pumped at the end. So much adrenaline. Yes. It was so exciting. It was like, when's the next one? Right. When are we signing up for the next one? This this was awesome. And, you know, like I said, we'd been wanting to run one soon after we started running. And so the fact that we were just running this whole time and then actually got to perform was was an awesome experience. So I think that, yeah, we're looking for our next race. We are. So then at the end of the race and we crossed the finish line together exactly the same time. We did. We can look up on the website our time. Oh, yeah. And Laura digs into these numbers like crazy person my my husband's looking at the numbers he's he's coming back from like wyoming so he's on the bus looking at the numbers texting us stuff so laura gets in there and starts looking at the numbers and we found out all kinds of cool things we about did. the numbers so they put you in categories based on your age right and in this race the categories were like five-year groups mm-hmm. and so we figured out that we would have placed if we were in our 20s yes like second that we were in our 20s. So we were running almost as fast as the first place winner who was in their 20s. I'm like, oh my God, we're double their age. That's so awesome. Who would have thought that? Yes. What was really cool too was that someone who was 50 won the whole race. Like that is so empowering and knowing that there is more to come. There is more to come, right? And my husband was saying, Stephanie, if you just could have run two seconds quicker, you could have beat the person in front of you. And he was like, and if you would have gone 17 seconds quicker, you could have beat 10 people. Right. And gotten, you know, from 35th place to 25th place in the race. And that wasn't even something that we were necessarily thinking of. But now it's something that's in the back of our minds. Like, okay, we could maybe push it a little bit more here just to kind of see all of our hard work come to um, an awesome ending or closure that you know what when you put in the hard work good things happen absolutely well said laura all right laura now that we ran that 5k what's next right we need to figure this out so we know because we've had our eyes and our goals set on the Disney half marathon. Whoop, whoop. So that would be, I mean, why not? If you're going to run a half marathon, why not run it in the happiest place in the world? Exactly. Right? Yes. So, exactly. So that's our big goal, but we need to take some t- smaller steps to get there. So we need to think about our next race. Yes, we do. When we got done with that first race, it probably wasn't two minutes before we said, okay, what's next? How are we going to do this again? Because it felt so good. It did. So we have our sights set on a 10K that is on September 11th. Yes. 
We are thinking that we would be able to do this 10K kind of as a way to train for our half marathon, which is going to be in January. Right. A 10K is 6.2 miles. Now, Laura and I have run up to seven before. Yes, we have. So full disclosure, we we know we'll be able to do this, but yes. we want to make sure we train well for it. And properly. And and oftentimes our seven miles was typically flat. And we know that this race course is not going to be flat. So that's our additional challenge is to figure out how to do this 10K on a hilly course before the 10K smacks us in the face. Exactly. So we've decided that we are going to work backwards and take the advice from Rebecca Wilmus. She was in episode 13. She's amazing. If you hadn't gotten a chance to listen to episode 13, an interview with Rebecca Wilmus, take a take a moment to do that. She is a cross-country coach and gave us all kinds of advice on how to set goals and plan your workouts. Exactly. So starting today, we have 13 weeks. 13 weeks. Until our 10K. So during week 13, we are going to run 6.2 miles. With hills. With hills. So that means backward planning that during week 9, we're going to run 5 miles. With hills. With hills. So that means during week 5, we're going to run 4 miles. Not flat, but with hills. <laughs> you you kind of see this. <laughs> you see the progression. Right? Our weekly goal then is to do four runs a week. Uh, we want to bump up our everyday runs to 35 minutes. So we'll do two 35-minute uh, runs, and then we're going to do a long run, which is going to be more mileage-based, and then a, a training run, which is either going to be a hill run, Yep. Because we're going to have some of those. Going to have a few hills. And then a fartlek type of workout. We're going to do that every other week. The fartlek one week, the hill the next, the fartlek the next week, the hill the next. So um, that's what we're planning to do. We also found an article about fartlek workouts. We and did. so we are going to report back about that article as part of our training. Laura, it is now time for your... Weekly homework. Yes, I know it's summer, but you still get homework. Yes, because the training, the growing, the personal motivation. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop, even in summer. In fact, with that sun shining a little bit brighter, maybe it's even more intense for you right now. This one is a no-brainer. Find your goal. Yes. It doesn't have to be a fitness goal, right? Nope. We're doing some fitness goals right now, but it could be expanding your friend circle. Finding that perfect fitness friend. Go back and check out episode two all about that. Maybe it's adding daily mindfulness to your life. Oh, that would be a great one right right? now. As we are getting right back into post-COVID life, taking some of those calm moments with us Mm -hmm. might help to kind of transition us. So adding that daily mindfulness. Or maybe it's just learning something new. We've talked about this before. Pottery or painting Or or... Learning a new recipe if you like to cook or adding a new one to your cycle. Learning to cook if you're me. There you go. Learning to cook. Right? Yes. So I have five steps for you to do this. First, declare your goal in your notebook. Write it down. Write it it down. Yes. And then you're going to make it public. You can share this with your friends. You can post this on Facebook. You can send us an email at friendsfit40s at gmail.com and say, 
Stephanie and Laura, here is my goal. And we will send you an email back that cheers you on. We will cheer you on. We'll be your cheerleaders. Then you're going to write down the steps to achieve that goal one week at a time. You're going to next document your progress. So take photos, journal about it, help make those goals concrete, things that you can hang on to. And then you're going to celebrate. Absolutely. Because what is a goal without a celebration? It's not. And plan some mini celebrations along the way. Like each week, plan something little that if you focused on your goal a little bit that week, maybe you get yourself a magazine or maybe you do something fun that is just a treat for you. So enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you 